Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And I'm Colin Morey. Holy shit. Look how happy our being back. Oh hey my guys. god. We've been in quarantine so long that we uh, finally broke down and brought them back. Yeah, they let me out of my room for once. Yeah. Wow. How does it feel? It feels really good, you know? It yeah. feels, feels like home. Well, luckily for... Uh, the listeners at home, mm-hmm. they won't be seeing you do improv today. <laughs> yeah, lucky them, I guess. <laughs> lucky them. And lucky for the listeners at home, they won't be seeing any of us do improv today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lucky them. Everyone's cheering. Uh, we got a bit of a different episode here because since we've been quarantined, we have so much free time on our hands that we watched 16 movies. We're deciding the best Ghost movie of all time. I, I want to. Yeah, I, let's not put me. Yeah, 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 best yeah, yeah, yeah. I there. wouldn't say these are the best. These are. We each picked a few movies that we thought were good movies, and then we compiled them into a list. So, best is a very subjective term, and I don't even agree with it, especially after watching the movies. Yeah, we some that we had, some that we had watched when we were young, and they maybe hold <laughs> a little, uh, a little uh, hold a little nostalgia in your heart, but <laughs> they do not hold up well, scare wise. We're picking the best of the list of movies we have. Yeah, we there. Each, that's accurate. We each chose five, and then we had one uh, wild card uh, that was just a, a ghost movie that was very um, adored. Well received. Yeah, well received and adored. But we don't know the Rotten Tomato scores, other than Colin does. <laughs> On a few of them, when I was looking up, uh, when I was looking up some facts about the movies i did take a peek at some of the uh scores yeah damien and i didn't want this to affect our decision no we're and it's not affecting mine boys. either it's not affecting mine yeah sure well, we'll no see. it's not we'll see but we chose we each chose five the reason why damien doesn't want to call this the best is because he he hated almost all of colin's picks <laughs> Yeah, there's I a feel like he was lukewarm on every single movie. The uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. the true. other thing I would say too is that it's not like we spent a, a lot of time hashing through all these movies and deciding this one's the best. It was like we took two hours and we're like, all right, this is good. Let's throw them together. The best ghost movie of all time. I mean, I I think that this is a good list for it's that. A, well. I think there are some good films in this. And we're we're a podcast that deals with ghosts. Yeah. But we're the perfect people to decide. Yeah. Mm. But I think maybe we need to we need to source our 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 movies better next time. Yeah, we need to do a If bit we're going to call it the Even, best. I I will concede. Not a lot of thought went into my list. This was a lot of like, I remember this movie being scary. Mm. It and shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, because, I mean, all the ones that I chose were ones that I kind of seen recently and kind of uh, know fondly, and I knew that I enjoyed these movies. Yeah. I mean, there were some really fun ones, but uh, yeah. I know we will probably get some backlash by saying it's the best ghost movies of all we're time. We're probably going to get backlash anyways. Yeah, that's true. Just for not including a we, movie We already there. have. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've already gotten backlash. We've been posting this on our Instagram. We've had uh, the audience has been voting Yeah, uh, on Instagram. Getting up there. And uh, right now it's between their two finals, uh, which may different or differ from ours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... I have those uh, poll results, too, and I can reveal those as we decide throughout Yeah, probably this. after we do them, eh? 
Well, maybe not after, but I say maybe we do ours, then we do the audience poll. Exactly. Yeah, after we do that's ours. After. I thought you meant like after we do our whole list, we do their oh, bracket. With oh, this my guy? God. So, I mean, we're going to, Damien, we just got to go all in here. We got to yeah, just yeah, say yeah, it's yeah. the best ghost movie of all time because people, we're going to piss people off in every bracket, probably. Oh, probably. That's just what this is going to be. We've stuck our necks out. We've quarantined ourselves. And well, we, we haven't. The government has. The government has quarantined us, and we've watched so many ghost movies. And honestly, I'm excited to get this over with so I can watch a different genre. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, right? <laughs> well, what are we going to do next? We um, can watch Tiger King. Screwball 90s comedies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll mix the comedy with the ghosts. That's what we are. Um, but we, should we get into it? Let's do it. First one, right off the bat, The Battle of Two, uh, same director, James Wan. Uh, the Conjuring versus Insidious. Also one of the first movies we watched and one of the last movies yeah. we watched. That's true. Yeah, Insidious was the first. Yeah, it was the very first. It right? was the very first. It kicked it off strong, I it think. It did. Yeah. Okay. And it's one of the lowest budgeted ones mm -hmm. out of all of this. Yeah. And we'll, our last movie that we watched was the exact same budget, but from later. And we'll get into that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Until we have to. But a $1.5 million budget for Insidious. It's a beautiful mm. movie, mm. really. Do like we know visually. the budget on The Conjuring? The like Conjuring was 20, 20 million. 20 million, okay. But I don't, I don't know if that necessarily affects what they did with the money or whatever. And that's low budget, too, 20 million. Yeah, I know. I just I was just wondering contrast between... Yeah. Because they were both a James Wan film, so I was just wondering mm -hmm. uh -huh. the contrast between the use of his money, like how he was using the budget. Right. So, it, Insidious was the first one we saw. Yeah. So, wh what did you think of that one, Damien? Did you like it overall? I I enjoyed I enjoyed Insidious. I thought it was a it was a good, like, haunting in a house movie, haunted house movie. I guess you'd call it in I, a way. A lot of these are haunted house. Most movies. Most of these are haunted house so movies. So it, it makes it easier to compare, honestly. <laughs> uh, my only my big problem with Insidious is that uh, the ghosts in it uh, were pretty impotent. Like, they didn't do right. anything. Uh, there were so many things where it showed them doing a lot of stuff, but then when it actually came to actually being able to do anything, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So that was a little disappointing for me. I, I kind of wanted them to actually do something. You wanted a kill count. I, I wanted something. Right. Because as soon as, like, you started realizing that nothing was happening, the threat of the, the these ghosts goes down to zero. You're like, well, then why do they care? They're just being annoyed. It's knocking them around a bit. And it could it could have taken over their son. I don't know, because so much of it was like the one that goes with the red face, like sharpening his claws mm -hmm. and then like climbing around the walls. But for some reason, you can't catch a six year old child and kill it like that was that, that was pretty weak to me. But right. other than that, I, I thought it was a it was a fun film. What do you think? Um, I, I went into I went into watching this one again with a little bit of a preconceived uh no, like a preconceived uh, memories regarding it because when I had first watched it, I I lost I completely lost interest in it when they go into the further. At that point, I right. I, I thought it was a little I, th I, I thought it went campy and I wasn't I wasn't wanting campy from that movie at least in, in my thoughts on it. How is it uh, campy? Uh, maybe campy is not the right word, but like I just thought it lost. The realism? Yeah. It does okay. stylize itself as, and both The Conjuring and Insidious do this, yeah. they stylize themselves as like a classic horror film, mm -hmm. which is yep. kind of like a campy endeavor. Yeah. Really. So it, it does tell you that right off the bat. 
Yeah, in a way, I, 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 it just felt to me like it had something strong going on, with like the way that it built the the tension up with like seeing the ghosts here and there, like hearing things, like having the presence, like he- hearing that voice over the baby monitor, but then having the uh, was it she a psychic or a, like a, having the yeah for me it almost felt kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street ish almost that yeah, dream world a bit. kind of yeah. place yeah. where they were going where the monster lives which for me made sense for what was happening I, I, I mean I don't necessarily know if I like you know the psychic yeah <laughs> <bullshit>. <laughs> but these are ghost movies you're gonna have that so yeah, yeah. They, I, almost all of them have it yeah yeah uh, but the sleep paralysis thing was cool like that's kind of I to my knowledge. And well, to my experience, was the first time I saw like sleep paralysis, right? As uh, in a movie, you yeah. know, like as a big part of this, and I thought that was pretty cool. And going into that yeah, other yeah. dimension was neat. Um, the Conjuring, The Conjuring, yeah. This one was like this was mm-hmm. old school, yeah. Uh, just like classic, like kind of building off that Amityville kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Yeah, there were. That's funny seeing a lot of the uh, references to some of the other movies we watched doing these, which was really strange. Yeah, but it it was strange, but it was neat seeing how they interpreted different things from the older movies to bring them in, being like, "We know what our predecessors did, and like this is what we're trying to do to improve on them." And I thought that was really cool as well. And The Conjuring was one of the only movies for me that actually had me like jumping you know like it was one of the ones that were the the jump scares actually did something yeah they, they, they had a bit more tension than some yeah of the, ones the tension sure. the tension um, built in the conjuring well, was great and it put in a lot of situations where i as a as a viewer i want to be put into a situation kind of like where i don't want to be in that like uh when right. she gets like put through the floorboards into the oh, basement where yeah, yeah. all the ghosts are i did i would not want to be in that situation you audibly went no thank you <laughs> no that's fair Um, I will say that watching this movie, uh, our other roommate, Kyle, kept uh, bringing up that because this was supposedly based on a true story, that the people, the ghost hunter people were just these terrible scam artists. So so I just got really mad about that because you know how much I love that kind of stuff. But uh, those are the kind Uh, of the perfect people to get the source material off of because they're creating stories. Ah, I know, life, I know, right? I know. But yeah. that being said, it doesn't mean I can't hate those fuckers. Like right? a like a more modern uh, Brothers Grimm by making up stories and spreading them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed and Lorraine, the fuck, Warrens, fuck them. Patrick Wilson, both in both movies too. Yeah, yeah. You got a load of him. I got a huge <laughs> load of Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gave you a load. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but I think it's time uh to make our choice of these we kind of mm-hmm. went over them i uh, my opinion of the conjuring is that it kind of it keeps those vibes of uh amityville but the pacing's just more perfect than those 80s movies could do there's yeah. not a lot of nonsense filler it just really capitalizes oh, on man. that there were some really weird filler moments in some of those older movies <laughs> like that whole priest sideline where yeah. you're like what is happening oh and this doesn't really have that. Everything kind of no, means no, something no. in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like they the don't editing waste got any stronger. The, I bet in the editing room they're like, "Why the fuck do we have this storyline? We don't need this." Yeah, <laughs> well, we can we can talk about that when we get to Amityville. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, all right. I guess uh, should we vote? Uh, yeah. Um, D- Damien, do you want to kick it off, and then we'll start with Colin next time. And sure. uh, I think I I liked what Insidious. I think I liked Insidious. 
like the what was happening more but overall i think the conjuring was a, a better like spooky movie for me yeah even though i hated those two people yeah and i i also didn't like the the whole kind of like setting up the doll for the franchise thing <laughs> that felt very lame to me i'm like i get it and it's setting it up and then knowing that there's a bunch of movies based around that world i don't think it, they intended to do that oh my god but it felt so much like it it felt like it a was movie just an introduction into the world it feels like a movie where they're setting up it's like oh well they're setting up for a sequel yeah but if, so i didn't like that part but overall i i would probably say the conjuring okay uh i i would have to agree with damien i feel like the conjuring over insidious had had me more scared in in the, a the ghost actually sense. did yeah the ghosts That's the ghosts true. had meaning in the conjuring as opposed to insidious where they were more of a figurehead yeah it was trying to like stab children doing all the good stuff that's what yeah. i want to see <laughs> doing all that doing all that classic so you, ghost business so are you saying the conjuring as well yeah that's a three vote so sweep for the unanimous conjuring. decision for the conjuring which our uh, our audience also uh, chose uh, The Conjuring as well. Over Insidious? Yeah. Are you and just looking at percentages? Yeah, I'll look up the exact percentage here. Uh, should I bring up the uh Yeah, the let's scores? see what the scores were. So The Conjuring has an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes yep. with a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 68 on Metacritic. So pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty... I, I feel like the Rotten Tomato score is very accurate. An 85% overall, that's a critic score? I would say yeah. Well, let's see that. Uh, yeah, the critic score, audience score was eighty three, so still high, really high. Yeah. All right. So Insidious had a six point eight on IMDb, a sixty six on Rotten Tomatoes, and a four out of five on Common Sense Media, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we'll just stick to Rotten Tomatoes. That was a random one. <laughs> Common Sense Media was uh, sixty six uh, critic score and sixty two for the audience. So it's again, still fresh. Like it's still they it's didn't still okay. hate it, but not bad. Not bad. I it was a few years before too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So this was like James Wan's. Uh, James Wan did uh, Saw as well, but this I think was his first like into the paranormal kind right. of go, uh, horror movie. Um, and I think he did a great job. I I remember being terrified coming out of the theater for that one too, and coming home and really you and I feeling had the opposite it. feeling with this. Insidious. Weird. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But uh our audience as well put eighty three percent the conjuring, seventeen percent insidious. All right. So there we go. The conjuring moves on. The conjuring. Bing, 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 bing. All right, uh second bracket. Fourteen oh eight versus the fog. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. This is a tricky one. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. Um one's definitely like a classic horror, one's more modern. Um both classic horror um. Well, not filmmakers, I guess, but a writer, Stephen, Stephen King, King, yeah, and then John Carpenter, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah, they were both neat in their uh, way too. The Fog, I mean, we watched later mm-hmm. as yeah. well, and it w- the Fog was a good relief off of not having a family just move into a house. Yes, <laughs> yes. it was nice having people die. It was nice having yeah. it just because yeah. that's what every one of these. Mo- I figured the way to stop a haunted house is to just stop moving. <laughs> Th- that's yeah. it. That's it. And then you're fine. That's all you got to do. Don't move into a big creepy house with a bunch of kids and you're good. Just got a nice bungalow and with yeah. a medium-sized lawn and you're fine. You never heard of a haunted bungalow, have you? Um, I'm sure there is a haunted bungalow movie. <laughs> there is. Uh, let us know. Not um, as common. This one I think is tricky because I do love like that John Carpenter feel and like a lot of his movies yeah. have a very similar aesthetic and tone which 
I think is a really cool aesthetic and it's and again I'm always more about like practical effects too more often than not um but 1408 was just a really fun movie yeah 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 a lot of fun to it I like uh, and I'm, I'm a sucker for Samuel L. Jackson yeah you so, are yeah I, uh, I own this movie I I went on a spree when I was younger of my parents giving me $5 for lunch every day, and I would keep that $5 and then save it up until I could go to Blockbuster and buy a bunch of Samuel L. Jackson movies. You're lying. You love the, the Cusack. <laughs> well, I, did, I loved Con Air a lot, too. So this time, this was a dream pairing, let there me tell you. you. Um, yeah, they're kind of... Uh, they're kind of neat in their own way. They really set up the world well in both. I like both for different reasons. Yeah, so that's why it's a little tougher to pick between the two. Yeah, I, I fourteen oh eight for me was more. It felt like there was more like action to it. Yeah, just, just the nature of the source material made it, it so there was just a more. It was more going for it. Where the fog for me was a much slower burn. Yeah, but uh, but it was a good burn. Um, I think my thing with the fog is that. It was one of those movies where there's so many of these like little side stories that kind of all started and then they slowly kind of come together in a weird way at the end. But it almost didn't feel necessary to have all those stories in order to come to no. where yeah. they came to. And people were just stupid in the fog. Why is everyone opening their doors? I thought it was hilarious <laughs> when the mom was just like, get my son out of the oh, house. Oh, she's broadcasting. At first, and and it's like, okay. Wouldn't he be safer in the house? But then he wasn't, and then it, it, it didn't make sense. Yeah, but they saved him. They saved the son. I also want to <laughs> know, uh, my one thing about it was they were attacking people who were related to the people who fucked them over, right? Uh, well, I think they cursed the city itself. Yeah, they cursed the, the so town the people that, that lived from. there. But it seemed like they were going after specific people there as well, because that's what the priest thing was all about, yes? Right, yeah. Like his grandfather stole that gold yeah but there were some other people too did they already die or no they had killed the fishermen that were on the boat in the opening because it seemed like there were six conspirators and he was the sixth so were the five people that were killed before supposed to be represent the other ones presumably but then the old lady died yes she would have been the fifth so then why were they no there was five on the boat then it's four on the boat four on the boat yeah all right. So oh, that well, well, okay. I, I was just confused about that. That was something that I'm like, all right, I didn't know right what was happening with that. And I, a very interesting way to do ghosts too. Uh leper fog. Leper fog, yeah. <laughs> and very like very practical. They didn't yeah. try to make a ghost effect or anything which like that. Which was was fine. Which was fine. They came out of the fog. It was neat. I I'd never seen it. I didn't know that it was going to be leper ghosts, which yeah, is just those bright red eyes. The as the only like color to yeah. them was was cool. It was a yeah. pirate invasion amongst the city. And that soundtrack, Woo. yeah, it was a good oh, soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, yeah, this is this is really tough uh, to decide. This is probably one of the toughest ones. Well, we we get to tougher ones down the line here, but for an opening bracket, this is a tough one. I this feel fourteen oh eight though was was very good at setting up the. The skepticism, and then even the first few things that happened, it's like, is this real? Is this not real? Is, and that, then it, is that what it would take to make a believer out of you, Damien? No, because it wouldn't happen. Regardless, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is uh, and then it had that hopelessness throughout it where it didn't matter what he did. Yeah, which I said that I would have just laid down in bed and went to sleep. 
Yeah, but you would have kept getting woken up. Yeah, I'd be fine. Well, <laughs> um, but I yeah, that's that's a good point though because you are a ghost skeptic. So did you relate to the John Cusack character? Uh, probably at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, you were, <laughs> you were all in. <laughs> yeah, like finally someone who knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people came to read his book. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, it was in a in a horror. Stephen King's really good at writing shitty novelists. <laughs> yeah. Well, Colin, let's uh, get you to kick this off here. Um, this is as ready as we're gonna be. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with 1408 over the fog because wow. just the I, I I prefer the story of the fog, but I had more fun watching 1408. Yeah, and you you didn't watch 1408 with because us because I've because seen it a bunch. Yeah, you I, it was one that I probably didn't it. need to revisit. You claimed to have seen, seen it, it too many times. Too, too many times. So it was one of those ones where if I wasn't available to watch, you guys could watch it without me because I'd seen it so much. I have no idea how many times you watched that movie, but clearly you loved it. Um, so I wasn't sure if that would be an advantage or disadvantage for it, but. You uh, you went with it. Um, I think I'm gonna go f- with uh, the fog just to really fuck Damien over right now. Okay. Um, I like the feel of the fog. I like the score. Um, I liked it. Was kind of a mix of that ghost movie with the old school slasher. Yeah. yeah. Which was a cool and uh, fresh feel, especially when you're watching all of these um in a row and even though i love 1408 and i like uh i guess it's more of almost like a character study in comparison mm-hmm. um but the fog uh, yeah it was a cool invasion of ghosts movie yeah um it was nice having something that was different these movies were both different than a lot of the other ones mm-hmm. we did which was a good yeah it was kind of refreshing especially when we got to the the fog later on yeah because we watched 1408 very early early, yeah it was first night Um, i I really like the fog i love the aesthetic of it i do like john carpenter's movies i think there are better john carpenter movies that i like much more um i think i think i had more fun with 1408 i'll have to go 1408 all right 1408 it's gonna piss some people off but uh i think there are better john carpenter films better john carpenter films but that have the same that have the same subject material uh, of ghosts because because like the thi- like the thing is a better John Carpenter movie yeah but it doesn't involve a ghost so we're yeah. like I'm just trying to I'm going more based on the John Carpenter aesthetic than okay. yeah the okay. ghost because it, it did feel very John Carpenter yes um, which is what I liked and that's what drew me in but mm-hmm. then I found like it was a bit uh, disjointed for a while and I get yeah. what it was going but it was it was it was a slow slow burn what was it called gut punchers. And uh, the, stu- uh, the, the stomach, stomach, uh, stomach buster, stomach puncher, stomach, stomach buster, and coke. Um, but uh, our audience, it was fifty nine percent fourteen oh eight, forty one percent the fog. So they were very like it split very on it. Close. But the the fourteen oh eight ended up making it through okay. for that as well. Okay, uh, let's uh, check out the scores. Fourteen oh eight got a six point eight on IMDb, an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a sixty four on Metacritic. Wow. Okay. That's uh pretty good. That's actually higher than I thought it would be, too. Yeah. I it, I do think whoa, it deserves that. That's so critics gave it the 80%, but audiences only gave it a 61%. I think this movie aged well. Yeah. Um I would say like it doesn't feel out of place. The effects don't no. feel cheesy. Nothing feels cheesy about it. 
I, I think it aged really well, and maybe audiences over time would like it more. So if you haven't watched it in a while and have a mm-hmm. opinion about it, maybe check it out again because I think it. I think that was one of the things. Off. Some of the ghosts were a little stylized in it with like the almost old TV static, but mm-hmm. I think that might have helped it make it look a little yeah. less cheesy. Yeah, by making that choice. Uh, the Fog has a 6.8 on IMDb, a 74 on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 4.6 out of 5 on Shutter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> Metacritic doesn't do them all, you know? No. Nope. Uh, 74% on the tomato meter and 64% audience score. So pretty close. Pretty close, but we have... Audience likes it more than critics, but critics like 1408. That makes more. sense. The Fog feels like that cult classic yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, but we've chosen the better movie each time, according to critics. Yeah. So we 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 got our uh, fingers on the critics' pulses. I- exactly, we got them up the butthole. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, so next uh, is Ouija: Origin of Evil or mm-hmm. Ouija: Origin of Evil. Okay. <laughs> and session nine. Yep. So, uh, Damien, why don't you kick us off about your opinion of session nine? That's the one we just finished watching about twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Uh. Uh, that movie stank. I was not a fan. <laughs> it was very boring. Um, they did a lot of dumb stuff for no reason, uh, and then nothing happened <laughs> until the end, and then you're like, okay. <laughs> None of this was justified. It didn't explain if it was a ghost movie or not. We don't know, actually, if it was a ghost movie. Yeah, it no, <laughs> might not have even qualified for this whole thing, but people haven't questioned it at all. Yeah. From us putting it on the list. And that one person, who I won't name, said that there was their pick. Yeah. So And uh, this just proves how wrong they were. Because <laughs> that movie sucked. Yeah. This uh, this was one that uh, probably cheesed you off the most. Uh, it keyed me up pretty hard. And Ouija was one that uh, you got more upset about how much Colin and I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was fine. But you guys were like really like sucking its dick, and I did not get that. <laughs> I mean, it was okay, but I did not love it. I mean, if you're to go for especially a filmmaking standpoint on this, the cinematography was a hundred times better in Ouija than Session Nine. One hundred Session Nine, yes, but I don't think it was like some amazing feat of filmmaking like you guys say it was either. No, I think it did some cool stuff. I think yeah, it was fine. I think it was a movie where, um, and this was uh, Mike Flanagan made Ouija, and I don't care who made Session 9. I don't think they ever worked again. Uh, they shouldn't have. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ouija was Mike Flanagan, who I think uh, it feels like with his other movie, Oculus, which is on here as well, that he comes in there and just like has the cinematographer plan out one or two cool shots. Mm-hmm. And those get done, and it really helps the movie. I think. I I think it's really cool uh, to just see those one or two cool shots w- when like whittled in. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't like the movie, so it didn't matter. You didn't like it. I didn't think it was that great. I mean, I th- I find it funny that it's like the whole evil thing is a a game made by Hasbro, and then that's even in <laughs> based on the hit game by Hasbro Ooh. in the credits. It's like the Battleship movie. Like, nobody gives a shit about that fucking movie. <laughs> but that movie was bad. We, I feel like ah, we just This one was wasn't that great. It was okay. It was fine. Uh, I don't know. The 
little girl was whatever. She wasn't that spooky when she was possessed. I don't know. It didn't do it for me. I, the holding the person's head and whispering directly into their ear while they're sleeping is terrifying to me. If a kid did that to me, it might ruin my life. See, that's the problem. <laughs> you're you're so freaked out by children that it doesn't matter <laughs> what they do or how good the movie is, you're going to be afraid of it. <laughs> you could be watching yeah. old home videos and be scared. But I think this was a good movie. I thought it was that's really fine. I thought it was funny in moments. It had a lot of good We got good laughs out of it, intentional laughs. Yeah. yeah. There at the beginning there was some good comedy. The performances were good. Yeah. I, I liked di- I liked the setup. I didn't mm. like where it went. Okay. So, but I mean, just given if you were given uh, the job and the task mm-hmm. to write a Ouija movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Off of the board game. Because yeah. that's not his fault. He got a big studio movie, right? I'm not saying it was. So I think he did a good job given yeah. what the subject matter was. Yes. I mean, yes. But that's not how I'm going to rate whether or not I like a film, is whether I think they did a good job that's, with what they had. That's <laughs> that's do. fair. Because I think, Cause it, that's, I think that's it was like, more than that. I, think, I mean... Hitler did a really good job with the with the subject matter he had to work with. It like it doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> doesn't mean I have to like it. Well, <laughs> he he wrote his subject material though. <laughs> I'm just yeah, so did this guy. <laughs> the movie he made. Um so Colin, what did you think of uh, both Session 9 and Ouija? Well, Session 9 was one of the movies that I had watched when I was a young when I was a young lad and remember being extremely freaked out by it and hadn't seen it since I was since I was probably about twelve, so uh, it didn't hold up for mm-hmm. me at all. And uh, when I I remember the reason why I had picked it was because I remember being like, "Oh, he got he got possessed by the spirits from the old patients." That's why I had put it in there. Right. Right. Okay. After rewatching it, I don't think that I was right. At all, <laughs> it it seemed like they wanted to imply that, but, but it didn't. It felt go more like yeah. he was. It felt like he was going insane. It just felt it like did have a down. line in the end where it said, uh, "For uh, whatever that last voice yeah, that was. he prays on the weak and the broken." Yeah, so it did have a line about it. So yeah. you could classify it as a ghost movie, I but, guess. They were kind of going yeah. for like uh, the 50/50. Shining kind of thing. That's yeah, that's right? what I was about to say. It felt more like, but more paranormal stuff happened in The Shining. Nothing, like, yeah. nothing oh, weird yeah. really happened. This, in this just movie. felt like a guy was succumbing to his own internal madness. It felt like the. It just felt like weird editing, and that nobody was talking about things, and the acting was and for some yeah, reason the act like the choices that were oh, everything like, David Caruso did. He didn't give a straight answer about. No. And then he got mad later. <laughs> and the twist was that David Caruso did it, but then the twist was that he didn't do it, that it was the other guy, which just because it was so like just it rushed. It, it was yeah, that, yeah. The end was very confusing. It was convoluted. Because it seemed like Caruso did it and then he killed him and then it came back the next day and then the one guy's still there. And you're like, what the fuck? I, I think this is a movie that people really like too. And we're probably going to piss people off with this one because I do. I don't care. They're, they're wrong. Yeah, I do think people like this one quite a bit. I'm okay. Let's, I'll let's say Ouija was better. So your votes for Ouija? My votes for Ouija. My I vote is for a Ouija huge as well. Fan of Ouija, but it was better than Session Nine. I uh, I love Ouija, and uh, I'll talk about it uh, in the next round. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Ouija's got a six point one on IMDb, an eighty two on Rotten Tomatoes, and a three out of four. Uh, Robert, Robert, Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Was he still alive then? 
<laughs> you think that they resurrected him? Well, no, they use his <laughs> web they use his website for oh. film reviews still, I think. Oh, okay. Well, 2016. Uh, session 9 got a 6.4 out of 10, a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 4.5 on Shudder. I'm surprised how high that is. So it's got a higher IMDb rating than Ouija, but a lower Rotten Tomato score. Uh, Ouija's got an 82 uh, critic, Criti- but wow. a 57 audience. So what? I'm more in line with the audience. Yeah, than you guys. you're in line with the audience, but the critics... Certified fresh. Session nine wow. has got a sixty-four audience score and a sixty-four critics. I think it's they need to watch it again. Dead on. Yeah, they need to watch it again. <laughs> they need to watch that. I again. think they probably watched it when it came out and they're like, "This is interesting." Maybe this one would have been good if I watched it in two thousand and one. Yeah, but, but it uh, doesn't hold up. No, no. yeah, it, it does. Definitely does not hold up. No. Our, what were the audience? Uh, our polls? listeners are on Instagram. We're pretty close with this one. 57% Ouija and 43% Session 9. Wow. That's so, that's close. So I, I think people really like that movie. But people do like Ouija quite a bit, too. I I mean... Wa- I, guys, watch them both. You'll see that Session 9 sucks. <laughs> yeah. I So once again, I think we chose the best critic one. Or yeah. that one was back and forth between IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I'm I'm happy with our choice yeah. there. So then we got uh, Oculus. Yep, Oculus and Mike Flanagan again. Yeah, and changeling. the Changeling. Um, so the Changeling was one that we all had not seen, but had been touted as a classic ghost movie, and that yeah, we need is, to have it on our list. It's a very strange movie. I I liked it, but it was very strange. I would almost say I love it. Really? I, the Changeling? I, I like it a lot. It was more of like a detective story yeah, than well, a ghost story. That's the thing. Like it, I grew up watching Columbo, and it reminds. It feels like <laughs> a Halloween episode of Columbo. <laughs> My thing with a lot of these older horror movies, not all of them, but a bunch of like a few of them, like this one and even Amityville, is uh, the underplaying of people's reactions to things. Yeah. Like anytime something really bad or weird happens, people are just kind of like. Oh, and then they leave. And then it's just like, a, a, a soft like, cut and then like, into the next scene. What are you doing? What? Like, why would you not make that a moment? Like, there's something, there's a, something just happened. Why would you just be like, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, but that also felt like Columbo. Yeah, well, I mean, that's me what was like, funny oh. in the Changeling because he was—he didn't give a shit about anything really. I felt safe with him. Yeah, he was like, "Oh well, I gotta get to the bottom of this." Like he wasn't phased by any ghost whatsoever. Just that banging, just that loud banging, and then yeah. the the ball bends down the stairs. He's like, "Huh." Well, he was also really pissed off that he wrote this whole song and then found it in a music box <laughs> upstairs in the attic. That affected him the most. <laughs> I mean, as a composer, that would. Yeah. How, that, you, how you feel like, oh, shit. And if that kept happening, too, that should have been a thing where he just keeps on He's making a, up new songs and then finds them in music boxes. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> He's a failed artist. Yeah, he just has to hide the music boxes and no one will know. I guess, but this ghost is making sure that... That he, he knows. He's never thinking that he's original. Yeah, that's fair. Um... <laughs> But uh, and then we had Oculus, our only uh, WWE Studios film, right? Yeah, our good friends at the WWE uh, (laughs) made this one, and honestly, probably their best work. Uh, It was was good. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. 
yeah, it it was great, and this was uh had like kind of that Ouija thing of of cool mm-hmm. couple of really cool shots within it. Yep. Um, it's uh also a situation where just a mind fuck situation of just constantly not knowing what's real, what's real. Which I think was really nice, and that's that was part of like having the brother who went through all the therapy, and he just gotten out, so he th- he thinks he's rehabilitated, but she mm. thinks she knows the truth. Yeah, and then there was that constant doubt on like who was right and who was wrong, kind of thing. It almost feels like what Session Nine wanted to be, mm-hmm. in a way. A little bit, <laughs> yeah. I guess <laughs> maybe. I, I don't see also what you're drawn at, though. Oculus and Ouija are two of the only ones that don't have a happy ending at the end. Yeah. Yeah, or two, or two of the few. Right. There's a, there are very few. Most of these oddly just end with the families being okay. Uh, they okay or getting away. Fourteen oh eight didn't. No, he dies. John um, Cusack dies, and session nine, I guess, didn't. The fog kind of has a happy ending, but we still had six people die. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and the priest gets killed. <laughs> yeah, so. fine. All right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, that made sense, though. I think that was the right ending for it. Um, yeah, and then, uh, so, uh, Colin, what did you think here? Um, for Oculus, I, I thought it was, again, this was uh, Fl- Mike Flanagan, and I thought he, I, I just liked I liked the whole, the build-up to it, you know? Like, it's like the lead-in to it, like where she first sees the mirror again for the first time in a while and like it's kind of toying with her uh showing like the 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 things moving behind her but like and then it feels like a a weird kind of cat and mouse between the mirror and her mainly her not her brother but like just that back and forth kind of cat and mouse game i i thought was very very fun to watch and how well thought out it was of like the the way the film takes you through the journey too of getting all of the timers and then later on just through the story without blatantly telling us we're just like oh that's what that timer's for mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah. that's what that one was for yeah yeah and then that kind of ends up being the undoing yeah it, it really does a good job of not slapping you in the face with that information no yeah. no not at all good no. show don't tell mm-hmm. so and Colin you're a huge Mike Flanagan fan yeah I am. After rewatching Oculus again and seeing uh, Ouija for the first time, uh, I, I I am a fan of Mike Flanagan. I like this much more than Ouija. Yeah, yeah. This was before Ouija too. It was a better movie. Um, but uh, I, I will note too with uh, Ouija, uh, you seemed checked out right at the start, and then I told you it was Mike Flanagan. And then you immediately brightened your eyes. Well, because I remember the first <laughs> one perked up. The, yeah, perked I remember up. the first one being absolute hot trash. Yeah, I think it also hurts from the first one sucking. Never saw terribly. It. Don't. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah. Imagine a Ouija board in a house, but it's all just teenagers in the house using it, and then shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Was that real? All right. Nope. Well. Uh, Cody, what do you what do you think between the two? I'm I'm going the changeling. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, this might be a surprise to people, but I I loved how weird it is. I loved how weird the decision. I think because a lot of these movies, I didn't like how weird the decisions got. Yeah. But his kind of made sense in a way too. Yeah. And it felt like this detective movie, which I really liked, and I liked the use of ghosts uh, too. <laughs> 
I, I thought it was really weird and I just enjoyed it. And I feel like if I would have watched this on TV when I was younger, I mm-hmm. would have had a blast watching it. I I like the changeling, but it it felt like a TV movie, like a very long TV movie. And <laughs> it was long. It was very long. Um I think if it was like maybe 20 minutes shorter, I would agree with you. But because of that, I, I'm probably going to go Oculus. Yeah. yeah. And then we, I think I know what Colin's choosing. Yeah. As much fun as I did have with the Changeling, and I do like that it was like a You a didn't like di- it a lot at, start, at, at the first. At the start. But after, after sitting s- on it and yeah. thinking about it and like... Hey, Colin, I, I, sit on it. I, I do like the idea of the ghost, like the young ghost helping him, fig- helping this guy figure out his murder. I do like that. But... Overall speaking, I have to go with Oculus on this one. All right. So Oculus uh, moves on. All right. Let's uh, check the scores. Oculus had a 6.5 on IMDb, a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 61 So critics liked Meg Flanagan's other work better, the Ouija. Uh, critics 75 at 53 Ooh. audience score wow. he is split audiences don't like Mike audiences Flanagan. don't like him but the critics fucking love the that guy Changeling had a 7.2 on IMDB an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes and 2.5 out of 4 for Roger Ebert Roger Ebert was not a fan so maybe 79% audience score this is our first one where we lost and I tried audience I tried to go with you on this one maybe it's just it, it Maybe maybe back when it was released, it was scary, but it didn't hold up for me. I think that's a problem with some of the these older ones, especially before yeah. Rotten Tomatoes came out. There's a, there's a nostalgia, and then there's a, the the uh, the cult like status of certain films that yeah. will elevate films. I think past where they should be. And you think I, the Changeling is one of them? I thought it was good. I don't know if I would say it's an eighty-two. 82. <laughs> one of one of the higher ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but seventy-eight uh, percent of our uh, Instagram followers voted Oculus with a twenty-two percent on the Changeling, wow. which I think is a big part of them just not seeing the movie. That's fair. Uh, maybe that could know. be true. Well, all it, of it us is. hadn't seen it. Yeah, I hadn't seen Oculus either, though. That's true. But uh, two of us had seen it. Yeah. Before. All right, we should All move right. on. Yes, on to the next one. Um, haunting in <sighs> Connecticut versus The Possession. This is a real winner round. This is two movies that I did not enjoy that much. No. Well, one I I disliked a lot more than the other, even though I didn't care for the other one that much either. I'm curious to see which one that is. I think I know. Uh, I have a feeling. But, but I, I started off the last one. So, Colin, why don't you go? These were your two yeah, picks th- these, that you added. These were both my picks. And then, again, I had <laughs> I had seen The Haunting in Connecticut when, when it came out, and I hadn't seen it since. So, again, this was one that uh, I, I remember watching and I remember being freaked out by it then. Uh, the Possession, I had seen... Within the last two years, and I remember going, oh, I, I like that subject material because I had never seen uh, a, a, a a Jewish like demon before in, in movies. I, I had never seen it, and I, I liked the idea because it's usually all, all most ghost movies or, or demon movies are all Christian-based. Yeah. I, so it was cool seeing the, the Jewish faith represented. Yeah, I know. Demon movie. <laughs> in the demon movie. I did like that it was a different take on how a religion deals with uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. That, w- that was interesting because I hadn't seen that before, yeah. so I do get that. Yeah. And then seeing seeing it in, uh, like, seeing how they, um, 
Yeah, just seeing how they dealt with it as opposed to, like, it was nice seeing a different take on something. It was also nice that most of the people were like, fuck that, we're not dealing with it. Yeah. And uh, Then again, in um, uh, in Amityville, they do the same thing. That's true. Well, this one, uh, too, like, uh, the, uh, I guess, like, kind of interesting split between two houses as well. Yeah. Of taking the daughters back and forth between the houses. Yeah, yeah. And things going on in both perspectives. Just making the dad look like a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that ghost really did a good job on that. Yeah. But it was also cool seeing it, uh, how, an, like, using an MRI to show. <laughs> yeah. You that was really funny, seeing ghost. the old lady crouched in her chest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then we have the haunting in Connecticut. Oh, what a stinker! Yeah, I think that movie was absolute dog shit. It was Come so at me. bad. The acting was bad. The story was bad. There was so much of it where they were trying to like get you emotionally invested because the it kid just, had cancer, and he's like, "I don't but it care. Didn't work. Who cares?" Yeah, this movie sucked. It was. It was the only one because we get so many of these uh, haunted houses just moved in and everything. We've watched so many of them. And this is the only one that didn't bring anything different to the table. Or anything interesting. To the no. <laughs> no, it just walked through the movie. I don't know. Sorry to the filmmakers, but you made a My fucking thing about awful it, movie. too, is that a big thing is like when shit starts going wrong, people are like, why don't they just move? He's like, well, because they just spent all their money and they have to live here. And this one... They rented. They rented this and the first just month because was it was free. closer to the cancer treatment. They could have yeah. left it any time, the but first they month chose was not free. to for some reason. <laughs> it didn't make any fucking sense. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, this this movie... There it, was a lot of things that happened in The Haunting in Connecticut that, were, that just could have easily prevented everything. <laughs> Nothing and, made sense. And Colin, I understand why you put this on here. I remember watching it when I was young, one of the first yeah. ghost movies I'd seen. Uh, like for our for our age group or whatever, this was the first one of like modern of being old enough where yeah. I felt comfortable watching horror movies by myself. I watched this one. I remember liking it. I kind of think fondly on it a little bit, but the uh, but watching it again, and I I had this feeling too. I did announce it where I said I feel like this movie's not going to hold up at all. Yeah, and it. And I'm going to hate it. And it did not hold up, and I am sorry I brought it on the list. Oh, man, it was bad. That was that was the worst thing we had to sit through. Maybe. Actually, maybe Session, Session 9. Session 9 are both pretty bad. <laughs> maybe Session 9. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I definitely... Uh, yeah, The Haunting in Connecticut, it, it did not hold up at all in my mind. I felt, yeah, like you guys had said, the acting was was bad like the just the oh, it was not good are we saying the possession then? yeah yeah the I, possession don't, I don't think it's not a good movie on. but it was better than the uh, see, I and it kind of pisses I, me off that it made it this far i i that it's in the second round god damn it. i liked it i thought it was a good movie i thought i thought <laughs> it was good almost every movie that lost changeling the fog and insidious i would have picked over the possession i agree just maybe not not session nine probably i agree but, but that's uh, that's the way these things work. And Dems you know the what? bricks. We're going to disappoint people, and you're going to have to deal with it. So who? what's our audience pick? Our audience pick here is interesting. 71% The Haunting in Connecticut. Really? really? People are going to be pissed. 29% The Possession. Holy shit. Wow. Well, let's look at the scores. So it's 5.9 on IMDb for The Haunting in Connecticut. Yep. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. And a 33% on Metacritic. Um, it has... A 45% audience score, a much better score than the critics' score. Uh, the Possession had a 5.9 on IMDb, 40% Rotten Tomatoes, and 45 on Metacritic. 
So it does beat it out uh, based on those scores. The audience yeah. liked the possession more than the critics, 48%. Not much more, but they liked it more than the critics. So they did. liked both more than the critics liked. Yes, but the possession they liked more than yes. The Haunting in Connecticut. I mean, interesting. I don't know what our listeners are thinking choosing The Haunting in Connecticut. Maybe they haven't seen it in Maybe a long it's time. like what happened, why I put it on the list. It, it held, I watched it when I was young and I remember being freaked it's out by it. It's got that weird nostalgia to it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a weird nostalgia to it. But again, it's just, it doesn't. Not when good. was it released? When was uh, The Haunting in Connecticut released? Uh, 2009. 2009 and The Possession was three years later. Okay. Yeah, it didn't hold up <laughs> at all, in my opinion. <laughs> I think it's funny that the ghost thing came from a garage sa- or yard sale. For the possession? Yeah. That's why you chose it? The Dybbuk yeah, box? That's why I chose it. <laughs> yeah. We I didn't even vote. We just knew. No, yeah. we oh, just yeah. knew for this we one. We didn't have to And honestly, around. I'm excited to choose uh, from the next movie so we can immediately take the possession out of here as yes, well. Yes, I know exactly who's going to win this one, too. <laughs> if it doesn't, I'll be so mad. So next we have The Others versus Poltergeist. Yes. Both very highly regarded yes. movies uh, from my understanding. Only one was a very good movie, in my opinion. I think that Colin's going to differ from us on this one. I think so, too. But yes. uh, maybe maybe you'll be able to change my mind, Colin. So uh, let's talk about these. Uh, well, uh, I I like both movies. Mm-hmm. So this is this is tough for me because I do enjoy Poltergeist and I do enjoy the others. Um, the reason why I prefer the others over Poltergeist oh is because I like <laughs> I liked the slow burn of the story. I liked being taken through their their lives in in the house, and yeah. I and I do and I had saw this movie before. And spoiler alert: I had saw the Sixth Sense. And so the twist at this movie, very similar <laughs> to The Sixth Sense, I I had seen this prior to that, so this twist hit me fucking hard, and it and it I I had to go back and I rewatched it, and this was probably the fourth time I had seen this movie. You've seen this movie a lot. Uh, yeah, I guess this is probably the fourth or fifth time I'd seen the others, and I. <laughs> That's I, a lot of times to watch I, a movie. I still like it. I still like I like the acting. I like the story. And I, I think it's not I think it's not overdone. I think it's brought on very naturally. And the the lead up to the twist I thought was very good. Like it was like a slow crescendo and then like it, it built up and then the the, the twist happened and you, and then you were kinda left like like oh, oh, you you kinda didn't see it coming. Um, at least that's the way it felt for me. It even though I knew the twist, yeah, it, I still felt that way because, watching it because it, it's hidden behind another twist. Yes, like there's the yeah. twist of the housekeepers being dead. Yeah, and then it and you kind of catch on to that and you think, why would a movie need to do another twist? But it does. Um, <laughs> my thing is, I don't get why this was such a, an acclaimed movie. I did not. The think performances it, are good. Yeah, it's, I I thought it was very well. They were fine. I didn't like Nicole Kidman. Her accent bothered me for most of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, half the things she did didn't make any fucking sense. There was no reason for the kids to be kept in the dark. There was no it, reason to keep the loud. It tells you there. that in the opening scene, and she says the kids can't be in direct sunlight because they're why they. She said because they break out into ha- uh, hives and rashes, but so they don't. They have a disease. For they don't it. have they a disease. They don't have that. So I'm saying I understand that she explained why it was, but the film didn't explain why that was a thing. There was no explanation for it or a reason you didn't for it. See it. There was no reason for it. 
Because they're dead. So is she. That's the reason. But so is she. And she is able to be in the light and she is able to deal with loud noises. Therefore, that argument makes no fucking sense. There is no reason for it. If she herself was also the same, yes, I could buy that. But because she was able to go in the light and listen to loud music, it didn't make any goddamn sense. There was no reason for that. It, it, was, it was a dumb little thing to kind of make you seem like... It was, it was a red herring to make you not think that they're dead. And I, I didn't like it. <sighs> okay, I, I have very, to concede. I don't have a counter for that because... It didn't make any sense. Well, your counter before, Colin, uh, to back you up here, your counter before was that you thought that's just what they did when they were alive. Yeah, that's so what they I just, said. They repeated so those habits. Because she yeah. thought... Because they don't know they're dead. So mm-hmm. she's like, the kids can't be in the light. So maybe while they were alive, that's why she thought. And maybe you didn't see them break out into hives when the sunlight hit them is because they're dead. So maybe when they yeah. were alive, they would have, but they're they're dead. Fair enough. I still don't like it, but I mean, fair enough. Yeah, I I, I think that's a decent explanation. Yeah, I think it her. is. I don't like the explanation, but I, I think I could, it works. That's the only thing that yeah. could po- that it could possibly be in my mind. I found this movie very slow. Nothing happened. That's why I, I liked it. I, I liked care. the slow burn. I'm, I did not care. About yeah, it. I'm not going to sit here and uh, suck the poltergeist dick, though, either. I, I, I thought that it was fun in mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a certain way, too. I thought, like, with, like, um, that Spielberg style of... But it really just really in tone just went all over the place for me i i kind of liked it when it was like you know it almost felt like the burbs in a way have you watched the movie the burbs with tom hanks no No. where it's like it's a comedy but it's kind of got like that horror feel to it it almost felt that way but then it goes full blast horror after a while yeah it, but it had like this weird like neighbor dynamic with like, the remote control. Yeah, scene. it felt it felt yeah, it was a definite Spielberg. But family, I, I like those movie. feels about it. I like that that aesthetic and where it was going. I'm not saying this is like a fucking masterpiece and this is mm-hmm. gonna be my favorite movie of all time. I just liked it much more than the others. Yeah, I, I, that's fair. I th- I think it might be a little bit closer for me. Uh, but you're voting the uh Poltergeist. One hundred percent. You're voting, yeah. I'm the, voting others. the others. And I, I think I got to vote Poltergeist as That's well. Yeah. Uh, but it is a lot closer, I think, for me than it is for... Oh, uh, I, I was not movie. a fan of the others I, at all. I wasn't a big fan either. I, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I like the Poltergeist. I just prefer the... I prefer the story of the others, and I prefer the, the slow... Mm. Like, the build-up to the twist. All right, what's our audience say? Um, so, for our audience... They went with uh, Poltergeist as well. It was 62% to 38%. Okay. Uh, the others got a six point or 7.6 on IMDb, an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 74 on Metacritic. The Rotten Tomatoes score is a 77% audience score. So critics liked it more. Mm-hmm. But still, like audiences liked it quite a bit as Pretty well. Pretty close. Uh, Poltergeist got a seven point three, an eighty five percent, and a five out of five on Common Sense wow. Media. So it just beat it out. They are both very well regarded, though, by critics. Seventy five and are eighty five and seventy nine percent audience score. So for the Poltergeist, Poltergeist just beats it out by two yeah. percent in wow. both cases. Yeah, very very close. Very close. Yes. Um, which I'm genuinely surprised by. I don't. I I really didn't like the others. Yeah, I I think we might get flack on that. I'm fine with that. I feel like Adam, that, bro. I I'm fine. I I feel like that one is a is a very is a very tough bracket. Uh, 
is a very tough bracket to pick from. So I, it, it's nice to see a tough one, but it also we sucks st- that we can't have both of them move on because I like both of them. Well, we've agreed with our audience so far, other than the uh, Haunting in Connecticut did not move on. That, they, yeah. I don't know what they were talking about. Um, but now, this is a big one. This is probably the, the hardest one on the yes. list. Mm. Ghostbusters versus The Shining. Yeah. And I know people are going to be going crazy about this, about Ghostbusters. Maybe yeah. it's controversial for being on there because it's comedy. doesn't matter. It's still we, a ghost story. You guys are an improvised comedy ghost podcast. To be fair, there were a few other movies like that that we wanted. I suggested uh, like a Christmas Carol, Muppets Christmas Carol specifically. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is a good... That's a good ghost movie. Muppet Christmas Carol almost got on people. Sixth Sense almost got on. Yep. Ghost almost got on. Paranormal Activity, Bear, Blair yeah. Witch. There were a bunch... Of movies that we didn't put on, but don't. It doesn't mean we yeah, don't like them. It was all arbitrary. And maybe Colin could have picked a better five. There, I picked maybe ones, those five we just mentioned. <laughs> I picked ones that had uh, that had uh, that had a nostalgia to me. Right. So right. Uh, this one kind of has a nostalgia for both of them in a way mm-hmm. too. I, I would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big another Stephen King. Another Stephen King. You love Stephen King. I do, and Two. I love Kubrick. But Stephen King hated The Shining. He originally didn't like the movie, but he grew to like it. Oh, okay. Yes. I wonder how he felt about 1408. Uh, I don't know. Probably liked it. Maybe. I don't know. He, is, he, seems, he, seems to have, he seems to have lightened up. I think once he stopped drinking, he kind of got okay <laughs> with things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I mean, I love Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm a you, big How can you not love guy? Ghostbusters? Yeah. Um, but, but I love The Shining, too. I have a Hey, I have a pop toy of uh, each of these movies. Yeah. I have my Jack Torrance, and I have all four Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this is a really tough one. I mean, these are both classics. Yeah, uh, and like we could go on and on about it, but we gotta kind of make a decision. I think we all feel strongly in uh, different ways about these movies. And people at home are probably thinking like The Shining because it's a horror movie, or mm-hmm. maybe people at home are thinking that The Shining's more of a person going mad, so choose Ghostbusters. So I, I don't know. This this is yeah. tough. Um, I think Damien, did you want to? Yeah, I think based solely on what I've kind of, I think what has affected me more, and something that um, just overall has a bigger impact on me, I'd probably say The Shining. It's a very hard choice because I do love Ghostbusters, but I, I think I like The Shining more. Uh, Colin, I don't know what you're going to say here, but I, I, I got to counter this one too and leave the decision on you because I got to go Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think it's affected me more. I I love Ghostbusters. I'm a big comedy guy too. I am too. There's just there's something like The Shining is... I don't... I never really watched a lot of horror and that's one of the few like even when I, it's it's horror, but it also isn't horror in a way too, and it's something that I've always. It's haunting. Yeah, there's no uh, blowjob scene in the Ghostbusters. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's <laughs> the the problem. But the build to Ghostbusters, when you see that team come together, that's yeah. the original Avengers, baby. Let's do it, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Let's go, Slimer, baby. Um, we he's got... not even in it for that much. No, he's not. He's in enough. All right. You don't need more. Right. I think you're just <laughs> being swayed by the real Ghostbusters cartoon show. <laughs> That's affecting your, your judgment. I had that toy where you push the back and then it, it like flipped the head and now he's screaming. Yeah. 
Uh, but Colin, it's yeah. it's all on you here. Um, so I am I'm basing my decision based off the the first time I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. The first time I saw Ghostbusters, I remember going, "This is th- this is one of my favorite comedy movies of all time," and I remember watching The Shining, being absolutely blown away by the subject material, the filmmaking. And watching, uh, wa- watching uh, Jack Nicholson be Jack Torrance. I I'm gonna give it to The Shining. Oh wow, Colin. Let me ask you this: the decision's already made, but yeah. do you like to laugh? I enjoy laughter. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I based it off the first time I'd seen the movie, and I don't get me wrong, Ghostbusters. One of my all-time that favorites. was a very hard bracket, but The Shining left left a bigger impression on me than Ghostbusters. I know it seems like I made a quick decision, but I almost just did it so I wouldn't you wouldn't make have it to, a harder yeah. decision. Yeah. That's what you kind of had, had to, to go. You like, just had to make a choice. This is how I felt going seeing and, each uh, movie first. But that's what I would say. On to, on to the next one. Our uh, oh yeah, sorry. Our Instagram followers said sixty-four percent The Shining, thirty-six percent Ghostbusters. Okay, so they're right. Uh, Ghostbusters, holy shit. Wow. It's got a 7.8 on IMDb, but a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I tried, people. Four out of five on Common Sense. As much as I love Ghostbusters, it it. is not a 97%. It's a perfect 100, baby. It is not a 97%. The Shining got an 8.4 on IMDb, an 85 on Rotten Tomatoes, and four out of four from Roger Ebert. Uh, Ghostbusters has a 97 critic score, but an 88% audience score, whereas The Shining has an 85% critic score and a 93 audience score. Wow. Audience likes it more. The critics are really blowing Ghostbusters here. (laughs) And like, it's well-deserved. It's well-deserved. I say the 88, yes. The 97, I think, is a bit much for that movie. Would you be fine with a 92? Yeah, maybe. Even then, I'd be like, (laughs) ah, yeah. I love Ghostbusters, but am I going to say it's almost a perfect 100%? No. We went against the critics here. But we went with our yeah. audience. We did go with our audience. Uh, the audience uh, score. Yeah. Yeah. And our audience. And our audience. Yeah. Our, our polling audience. And they're the ones that matter. Yeah. You matter to us. Yeah. But we got to move on here. Yeah. On yeah. to the next bracket. Yeah. Everyone we got, we got a long way the to final go here. Matchup, Holy shit. The final matchup <laughs> of the Sweet 16. Amityville Horror versus Beetlejuice. Okay. Amityville Horror. Yeah. Yep. Every- I, I liked this movie, but again, nothing really happens. The guy from Jaws is in it, and he didn't believe there's sharks there, and he didn't believe there was ghosts in that house. Yeah, the he's, mayor from Jaws. He's only in movies where he just doesn't believe the shit's going to happen and just watches the world burn <laughs> around him. This is also the one where with the priests. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And they the when the one guy went back to the rest of the church, they didn't care. Yeah, I I mean, there's a lot that this movie had going mm-hmm. for it, and there's some uh, there's some really funny lines in here. N- maybe not intentionally funny. What the hell am I listening to? <laughs> Wait, yeah, the, when the when the daughter's describing the 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 ghost she's seeing, and then the 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 dad goes, "Well, what the hell am I listening to here?" And then, and then he just, just runs out of the room, <laughs> pushes his other two kids out of the way. Get out of my way, you chits! And James Brolin 
handsome fucking handsome man. guy and he still looks handsome we oh, looked him man. up oh now my God, i think he looks more handsome now I you like him as a silver it. fox really <laughs> i can't believe it yeah i can this guy's not aging and then beetlejuice and beetlejuice i love beetlejuice I michael wonder... keaton in this movie he's oh, great door yeah winona Ryder. adore um you know <laughs> Who else? Gina Who Davis else? and uh, <laughs> uh, Catherine O'Hara. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I mean, Beetlejuice, it's it stylized. I'm not a big Tim Burton guy. I like Beetlejuice. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, And Amityville didn't do enough for me to choose it here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I I'm agree. Going with Beetlejuice. And, I'm going with Beetlejuice. And I as went well. into it, like, willing to be blown away by Amityville and actually hoping it. Because I don't know for you guys, I re- I hadn't seen it, yeah. and I just remember I just hear people saying like Amityville Horror is one of the one of the best horror movies of all time. Yeah, and I don't know what they're talking about. I was waiting for people to die, and nobody died. Yeah, the I only mean, people that died were what happened a lot of in these the lore. Mo- a lot of these movies, I waited for people to die, yeah. and nobody died. <laughs> Damien yeah. just wants death. Amityville. Well, that's what uh, Ouija gave you, and look what you thought. Yeah, but I didn't. Amityville, though, uh, did we got to give it credit for just setting up a lot of the movies that we've seen here? Oh yeah, so many things yes. that you see. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm sure at the time we would have been. It is definitely blown. a classic. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It helps. It, it helped lend itself to a, a plethora of horror movies. Yeah, but and here's the some, problem with some that. on the list that we have. We weren't born at grandpa times. <laughs> yeah, and we got to choose by what we're seeing now. Yes. And not the impact that it did, but what the people... And, uh, I mean, logically, a movie that comes out now should do better. That's why The Haunting in Connecticut is such a big piss-off. Because like, it's a relatively modern movie. Oh, it's it's sucked. it's 11 years old. And it's worse. And it's worse than Amityville. Uh, it sucked. <laughs> it's worse. I think, in my opinion, on that list there, The Haunting in Connecticut is my least favorite movie out of the ones that I've seen. That or Session 9. I prefer Session 9 over... Haunting in Connecticut. Really? Yes. He loves Session I would say I at do. least The Haunting in Connecticut had a pretty concise story. <laughs> well, our audience said Beetlejuice 80%. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So we're on board. Uh, the Amityville Horror got a 6.2 on IMDb, a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 2 out of 5 on Comic. I expected TV. it to be higher. I don't think this is a highly regarded movie. Wow. I th- uh, We should watch the remake of Amityville. Cause I'm yeah. With the one sure, with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has a much it got better, a better, better it got Beetlejuice better. got a 7.5 on IMDb and 84% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes and a 4 out of 5 oh. on Common Sense Media. So uh, Amityville's 27 critics and 52 for the audience, whereas Beetlejuice is 84 for critics and 82 yeah. for audience. So pretty close. Mm. And I find when it's pretty close, that's usually a pretty good indicator of a solid film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a lot of these ones that we're seeing are pretty close. Yeah. Uh, yeah, relatively, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sonic the Hedgehog beat out Amity. Sonic. Though, so. Yeah, that's that's true. We should move <laughs> on to the second round, though, here. Oh, yeah. Should we do a recap of what we got or just keep going? Uh, well, we'll go through. We'll see yeah, yeah, what yeah, we yeah. have here. I feel like we've uh, talked about uh, the movies enough that we could probably just make we can this. Bang these yeah. bad we boys have out. our uh, bracket too. You can check our Instagram. You can see a visual of the bracket. Email us spookpodcast at gmail dot com if you want us to send you a bracket. Do it yourself at home. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, we'd love to us, hear from you guys. Yeah, send us the results that you got and uh, why we're dipshits. <laughs> or ma- make up your own bracket. Put in new movies and yeah. maybe we'll use that bracket for something. Yeah, we'll watch your ghost movie. Or whatever. Not if if you made it, just make sure it's a good one. Though. Yeah, we don't want to watch some at least a million bozos independent. Yeah, film. I don't want you sending us session nine. <laughs> 
Session eight. Oof. Um, that didn't work. <laughs> the Conjuring versus fourteen oh eight. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna say fourteen oh eight. Fourteen oh eight. See, I I can't say fourteen. The Conjuring is just to me the script is good. The pacing's great. This built the most tension out of any of the movies, in my opinion. And the performances, awesome. Not that the performances better than Cusack. I think they are. Honestly, I, I think I don't they know are. If they were. And I don't know about that. It's hard to get good performances in a horror movie, and I think we saw that in this list. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think Conjuring is just a great film, and it looks stunning. I'm worried The Conjuring's going to win, and I don't know if it should. Well, they don't try to take it out now because you think it's going to win. No, I, I genuinely like 1408 more. All right. I enjoy both movies a lot. I really do. 1408 is a it's a fun, almost for me, nonstop ride. Mm. It's front to back. It's, it's entertaining all the way around. Uh, I, I like... Uh, I, I, the Conjuring is a very good ghost movie, and I'm picking The Conjuring. Wow! Yeah. So wow. The Conjuring moves on. It it's, it it had me feeling more. It it it, it had a bigger impact on me than the for than fourteen oh eight did. Fourteen oh eight was better. I think the lore, but what what I like about The Conjuring too is it has like. Those practical effects, too, like the Evil Dead when they show mm. that witch and everything, which kind of that throwback to Evil yeah. Dead will get me every time, too. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's move on to the battle of Mike Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already know mine. I, I already said that I thought Oculus was a better film. So Yeah, you are, you already so said I'm that. I'm already in Oculus. Uh, for me, I I prefer Ouija. I I like it. I like the laughs in it. I think it's well paced and it's well movie. Plus, the the priest reminds me of our good friend of the show, Daniel Mislani. Yeah, you did say that, which feels like home. You know, right? Right. <laughs> it's nice to see. If you're listening, uh, we love you. <laughs> so it's uh, one for Oculus from Damien and one for Ouija from Cody. Yeah. So again, it comes down down to me. Um, ah, man, again. I really enjoy Mike Flanagan as a director. I think I think they're both fun movies, but I I much prefer Oculus to Ouija. Woo. All right, <laughs> cheering over there. <laughs> I much prefer <laughs> I much prefer Oculus over Ouija. Well, okay. for the, the results on the online poll for both of these, um, our audience said eighty nine percent the Conjuring over fourteen oh eight. Okay. And then they said uh, 62% Oculus, so a little bit closer with Ouija, right, okay. which kind of reflected what we had here. They're still on board. Yeah. All right, so the next one. Uh, I the think we Possession all know. and Poltergeist. Honestly, I've been dying to write Poltergeist on here. I would agree. Don't you guys fuck me right now. I'm kind of thinking the Possession was pretty... <laughs> I Don't get me wrong. I know you guys don't like the Possession. I do like it. It was fine. But but the poltergeist yeah. is, is is a better but poltergeist is a better movie than the possession. Yes. Yeah. So with that all of Colin's choices are now gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had Ghostbusters too. That was one of your choices. It was. And you wow. knocked it out. I tried to save it. Uh yeah, but going up against the shot that's a that was a tough yeah, okay. matchup. Okay, well, let's move on. The Shining and Beetlejuice. 
This is another tough one. I feel like it's the same logic that I have with Ghostbusters. As much as I love Beetlejuice and Ghostbusters, I I think The Shining beats it out for me. I I really do like Beetlejuice though. Yeah, I uh I mean, Colin, unless you have a different opinion cuz I'm closing the door here. Yeah, I I would agree. I think it, it falls under the same the same bracket with the Ghostbusters. I feel like I was more impacted from The Shining. It, but do not let that understate how I feel about Beetlejuice. I do love the movie. Oh, no, I love Beetlejuice, too. I would have voted Ghostbusters over Beetlejuice. I want to tell the audience that now. I would have done it. I would okay. have voted Ghostbusters right to the end, I don't baby. know who I would have voted over those two. Um, over the, uh, honestly, I don't over know. Over the audience polls on our... So for those ones, we had 75% Poltergeist, 25% Audience in Connecticut. There was there was a, a race for it. They you tried guys, to... You wow. guys were wild. Uh, and then we had seventy percent The Shining, thirty percent Beetlejuice. Okay, so not Beetlejuice bad, had not a some bad love split. Too. Yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice had some love, but overall, our polls are staying the same. These are exactly what our audience said. You're gonna get nothing from this. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we move on to the final four: The Conjuring versus Oculus. Now, I love both of these movies. I think they're mm. both very good movies. Um, The Conjuring, very, very well made, very good ghost movie, and Oculus. I, I'm voting Oculus for this one, guys. I'll, I, I, it's, it's tough for me. Yeah, I, I know I, where I Damien's go gonna go. I know where he's gonna go, but I gotta put my vote on The Conjuring. I think this is gonna be a huge mistake. Don't do this, Damien. Um, why, I think. Th- why is it a huge mistake? I think The Conjuring's a much better movie. I think it's. I think it's the best modern horror movie. Be- oh, I w- uh, uh, no. Maybe not use horror. No, I Why? don't think so. What's a better uh, modern horror movie? Well, you're putting me on the spot right now, but like, I'm sure there's better horror movies. Well, you're sick. Oculus. Why don't you use that one? <laughs> um, but you're saying Oculus as well. Um. Yeah, I liked Oculus more. Yeah. I didn't think Con- I don't think Conjuring's the best modern horror movie. I don't think that's true. I tried, people. I don't think I tried. That's true. I I think this is a sad one. Conjuring was such a good movie. It springed a whole franchise. Spring sequels. It springed. I thought spin-offs. we weren't. I thought we weren't trying to bring in the 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 franchise movies. I know, but people that has nothing but, to do with. Yeah, it. that has nothing to do with it. More. If we're talking about the one-off of the Conjuring versus Oculus, I enjoyed watching Oculus more. People wanted more. And just so people know, too, we couldn't say sequels. We could only pick one per franchise. So that's why it's not The Conjuring versus The Conjuring 2 right now in the final. Jesus. <laughs> um, but for our audience here, uh, for this one, 80% said The Conjuring over Oculus. Wow. It was 80-20. Wow. So this one, we really boned our audience. I, uh, that's fine. <laughs> They really did not enjoy this one. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But Oculus, I mean, it was clear sweeping, too. That uh, That's a tough one. And I think when people think of uh, modern horror, too, these are two names that people would put for the best of modern horror. Yeah. So, I I mean, it was a tough race. And just like this one, Poltergeist and The Shining, both classics. People think Yeah, we very definitely finely. have a, a modern and a classic kind of face-off here. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of are we? Yeah, all of our uh, 
classics kind of got taken out of the other one, I guess. Yeah. The fo- uh, the fog and the changeling. And then all the moderns on this side. Not th- not a lot of moderns. I mean, if we were to take a modern, it would have been either <laughs> possession or on <laughs> in Connecticut. Yeah. So it's probably best that they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, what, what do we think here? Damien, why don't, uh, you start? Oh, The Shining. Yeah. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like this is a clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah. It is a clean sweep for it. The Shining. (sighs) Yeah. Honestly, Poltergeist had an easy road up there. I like the Poltergeist. I do too. The Shining. It had an easy road though. It had an easy road to the final four. It did. Yeah. It, uh, and, uh, our audience, uh, 53% 53% The Shining. Wow. Wow, that's close. So it very was, close. It was very close between those two. So The Conjuring blew out Oculus to our audience, but The Shining was barely squeaked by Poltergeist. Wow. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, and then we have our final. This is to determine... The final two. ...what yep. the best ghost movie of all time is. Our best ghost movie. The mm-hmm. very best... Write it in stone. The, the the five picks that Damien, Cody, and I each made movie. If you agree with us, five star review on iTunes. <laughs> if you don't, no, no, no four please. and a half star review. <laughs> four and a half, yeah, four and a half. Um, yeah. So we got these ones. I I don't know what Colin's gonna say, honestly. So that's why I want to save him for a bit because I think that he's oh, really. I have a feeling I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. So, I'll let you say it. I'm going The Shining. Yeah, I just think it's it's one of my favorite movies, let alone one of my favorite horror movies. You're you're also I feel like more of a classics guy. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. It depends. It does depend. Yeah, but I I feel like for the most part you lean more towards that way when it comes to comedies too. Uh, I I don't know if I agree with that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're a classic guy. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a compliment. Okay. Well, <laughs> Damien's We're going shining. <laughs> Cody, I have a feeling I know what you're going with. That's why you want to leave me till the end. Well, I, I don't know here. This is tough. It is tough. That's I don't know what I'm going to pick. I don't think it's tough. But, yeah. Call, see, the One thing of the is, greatest films of all time and then Oculus. I would have chose The Conjuring here. I wouldn't have. If it was The Conjuring it been and The, the Shining. Shining. No, I would have jumped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I know because you love Oculus. I do. I really do like it. That's why I'm saving it. You love that movie. Um, and I almost think... Man. Colin, why don't, why don't you go here? <sighs> okay. Between the Oculus and or Oculus and The Shining, um, oh man, don't get me wrong. I I love both movies. I had like The Shining is is one of the best movies of all time, and I like the story of Jack Torrance and all of that stuff. And I like the idea of uh, the the him like the him being like going further and further into his own and like being becoming insane and possessed and or haunted and whatever but are you saying the best movie or are you saying the best ghost movie and then oculus it is again it it holds a lot it holds a special place in my heart i because i remember the first i remember the first time seeing it 
and enjoying it so much. Yes, but remember how good that was for half of your other picks, so... <laughs> Fair. Haunting in Connecticut. But possession. he didn't pick Oculus. I put that one on there, actually. I, I know. I'm, j- I'm just saying. Um, for other things that he held close to his heart when he was a kid, <laughs> is all I'm saying. But I ha- I didn't see Oculus when I was a kid. I saw it, like, maybe four years and ago. And you're a big WWE fan. Oh, love it. Love Loves it. the big show. Lo- Can't wait for the big show show. <laughs> I could wait. Um, we'll be ranking big yeah. show show episodes on Netflix <laughs> Top next episode. week. <laughs> for this one... <laughs> You know what? I, I, I'm going to go Oculus. I'm going to go Holy Oculus. Holy shit. I had a feeling. And now it all comes down to me yep. to decide the best ghost movie. Oculus. I am going Oculus. I, I like the... I, I just... I like the... I like it... I like the story of it better because I like the idea of you not knowing w- w- like what's real or not and like you kind of being taken along for... I like the cat and mouse between the mirror and the characters. I like that. I uh yeah I had a feeling that's where he was going to go. Yeah. Um I kind of knew. And for me now How much would it have pissed you off if someone with the shining and it just won right there? I mean, I I don't know. That wouldn't have pissed me off at all, but you you added some intrigue to it. We got a hot battle here for the end. And I think that if it was even though I've tried to take The Shining out here. I tried to take it out with Ghostbusters. Yeah, you hate The Shining. It, well, I prefer Ghostbusters. If it was up to me, maybe it'd be Ghostbusters and Conjuring. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, you just said it. It's it's, <laughs> You know? Sure. But I gotta go, I think between these two, even though I love Oculus, I put it on the list. I gotta go with The Shining. Yep. And... It wouldn't. Woo. It wouldn't have been my yeah, pick. That's fair. If it was a different thing that it was up against at the end, like I might have even chose Ouija. What? <laughs> no way. What? Shut up. If it was, <laughs> if it was any movie but Oculus, I would have picked The Shining. Any movie. Yeah. Any movie, really. Okay. Wow. I I that's like a, I really like very Oculus. Bold statement. That's very maybe not any. Sorry, any movie on the on our list that okay. made it. What? But you, uh, your toughest probably would have been fourteen oh eight. But you still would have chosen. Uh, no, I would have picked the Shining over fourteen. The toughest was I think the very Damien first. Was the Shining, Ghostbusters no and the Shining. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, if Beetlejuice was with it too, it would have been a hard one as well. Tough. Yeah. But like okay, initially, like a Ghostbusters Beetlejuice, that would have been a really hard one as well. So for our audience one, we had a different finals, mm-hmm. but we'll see what the results is. I I don't know what they are for this. Yeah, because I haven't we put them either. There's was the Conjuring and the Shining. The Conjuring and the mm-hmm. Shining, which right now, wow, we have fifty five percent said the Shining. There you go. Wow. But that's close, and the polls aren't over yet, well, so they might end up choosing someone else by the time this podcast comes out. So far, they still know what's what. Yep. So if you're listening, you have until 3 p.m. on Monday. Well, this will be released before. If you really want The Conjuring to win, just for go on some reason. at Spook Podcast. Or if you just want to help poll. The Shining keep its title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Shining. I haven't voted, so. That's true. You could. Well, uh, there's another vote for The Shining all the way through. <laughs> I might just fuck it up and vote for The Conjuring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Make you work for it. Yeah. You got a better work, bitch. 
I think uh, I think we we did good here. Man, we, we watched good. a lot of movies this week. Yeah, we, we, we did. Wa- we watched a lot of movies. We came down to it. Um, I will say with 1408 in the fog, it was a close one. Yep. Yeah. Right? And we were on the edge for that one. Mm-hmm. But Colin fell asleep in the fog. Yeah, I did. So he I missed was, like, it wasn't the last be- 20 minutes. It so wasn't, if you're a Fog <laughs> fan, you were very hurt It wasn't because I wasn't intrigued by the movie. I was just very tired. That it last 20 minutes. That last 20 minutes could have really... Yeah, it could have really <laughs> tied him over. Yeah, that could have made the Fog move on and, ho- and maybe won the whole thing. Uh, I don't think it would have won the whole thing. <laughs> the next round, it would have been out. Yeah, it would have been knocked out by <laughs> Oculus. Probably. No, especially with Colin voting. Conjuring, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. But yeah, we uh, we did it. We got mo- it was nice. It came down to modern and yeah, it classic. was kind of neat how that worked out. Yeah, and this whole thing was uh, curated. The uh, list and who uh, faced who for the bracket was curated by uh, Joel Edmiston, yeah. uh, guest of the show. Has been on. He's in the He'll Five Towers Club. Be very mad. At Great some guy. of the things we said and yep, some probably. of the things we chose. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's but gonna be pissed. We've been getting a lot. His own balls. <laughs> we've been getting a lot of messages of people being pissed of certain things moving on, certain things not. Some people saying that this one better win, this one better win. You know, I. And I mean, I don't know if there was a lot of fight going on for The Shining to win, but our polls are saying it right now. Yeah, I mean, you can't get mad at us without getting mad at the audience. <laughs> yeah, and I I think it uh, it didn't come down between the best reviewed either. No? Because the best reviewed was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters had the yeah. highest critic rating with 97 overall. Although The Shining might have been second best reviewed. Oh, no, <laughs> I think it was tied with Conjuring, actually. 85 for Conjuring Yeah, as well. Conjuring had 85. Um, Poltergeist had 85. So, like, according to critics, yeah. it would have been a lot closer between those ones. Changing to 82. But The Shining Oculus had a high... 75. The, 10% The higher. Shining had a higher audience score. Yeah, 97 compared to... Or 93 compared to a uh, 57. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we did it. Let us know if you like this format. Uh, we'll be uh, back to our regular format next week and talking about ghosts, doing our improv and dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want us to do another one, to send us some ideas or whatnot. We yeah, we'll send probably us some start topics. one anyway. Yeah. yeah, we have enough free time. We got nothing to do but decide things like this. And watch a bunch of movies. And waste so, an hour and a half of yeah, your time. So why don't you watch all 16 as well? Yeah. And then uh, get back to us. how you feel after that. Yeah, maybe you love session. Maybe session nine wins for you. Yeah, let us, <laughs> maybe know, what it comes you, let us, let us know what you think. Maybe it comes down between session nine and haunting in Connecticut. If those hey, are your final two, uh, maybe stop listening. To the <laughs> 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 uh, keep it. Keep on. Keep on. Wait, before we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one of these movies uh, is the most realistic? The most realistic. Hmm. Um. Probably The Shining. I would say Amityville. Oh, wait, no, because, well, just the I fact would, that people were murdered. <laughs> I would probably say The Shining, because you could argue that everything that happens was just a result of his isolation and uh, alcoholism. N- so then not a ghost. I, I'm saying that you could argue that. There is that. And you argument. could argue that with Session 9 as well. Session for being realistic, not for being a good movie. 
Yeah. I'm saying for being realistic. Well, for people, like, they wanted to do the job in a week, get rid of all the asbestos. But they didn't even work, they so that was work. not realistic. They they spent the first four days doing nothing. And no one acted logically. No, no one did anything. That's realistic. You guys ever been on an asbestos removal site? Nope. Have nothing you? gets done. Okay, well. <laughs> okay. I think the conjuring's the most realistic. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know why I came back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, say goodbye to Colin, everybody. Yep. <laughs> We're putting them back in storage. Yep. Where can they follow you, Colin? Uh, you can follow me pretty much uh, on Instagram, and that's about it. Uh, cmori14. That's uh, the handle. Type and it in. There'll be a profile on uh, Colin at thesonarnetwork.com. There already is. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's I'm where they can find check it. it out. Yeah, check it out. It's got direct links to your social media. God damn it. You're never invited back. And we'll also uh, put <laughs> the bracket picture on uh, sonarnetwork.com. So you'll be able to find that under the episode, too, if you really want. Or email us. Whatever. Yeah, do whatever you want. We yeah, got send a, lot a letter. Of, we got a lot of time right now. I mean, so if you want to say hi, say hi. We'll talk to you, maybe. DM us. We'll reply. We're desperate, guys. <laughs> Come on. Get I can't watch another ghost movie, man. If you send us 16 more ghost movies to watch, I'll fucking this die, man. There's going to be a new ghost movie in here. Oh, God. Yeah, Cody going insane kills us. Oh, yeah. my God. I can't. Do- That's still better than Session 9. That's true. <laughs> At least there's a motive. <laughs> Spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.